0: To quote King Gaben in Psalms, the creator is my shadow, which means what happens to me from that creative force is an effect of my behavior and dependent on how I behave, so the light of the creator will behave towards me. That is why your interactions with the light of the creator will be different and my interactions and every single person's interactions will be different.
1: Welcome to Spiritually Hungry. So I have a riddle. A riddle. Today, we're gonna talk about a relationship we often take for granted and don't cultivate. Sometimes it feels like it's one-sided. It's one that we take for granted most of the time. They're always on the other side waiting for us to reach out and call. But when we encounter challenges, it's the first call we make. Who am I referring to?
0: I'm confused. Really? (laughs) Yes.
1: How can you be confused when you actually know the topic of what we're talking about? Today? Oh,
0: okay, okay. Okie dokie.
1: What were you? <laughs> who are I'm trying you to think who you're gonna call. Ghostbusters. <laughs> really? You ha- that's so funny because you actually know the topic. I'm referencing the creator. Okay. Good job, Michael. So, to further clarify this topic, I want to share a parable. One day, the darkness said to the light, "I hear so much about you." So why can't I see all of you? To which the light replied, because if you were to fully see me, you would no longer exist. And the same would be true if I were to see all of you. As a result, the two decided to remain separate, be equal partners in games of shadow and light. And so the world of forms and shapes was born. That's beautiful. Hmm. Much of life is like this parable. The interplay of opposites plays out all around us, shadow and light, up and down, back and forth, and so on. We live between the control we crave and the chaos that life sometimes brings, between the wish to direct our course and the wisdom to also allow it to direct us, but between the world of the senses and the unseen spiritual world. So there is that contrast really in everything that is purposeful in the world. There is the opposite counterpart. And maybe that is why most of us are obsessed with creating balance. That is a pursuit of mine at least. So, do you know that, I do not know if I ever shared with you, when I was in kindergarten, we learned about light and darkness and shadows. I do not think I ever heard this story. Did you ever have that experience in school?
0: I do not think I don't so. I do not think you did <laughs> either. You
1: were in Jerusalem? In kindergarten? I was kindergarten, yeah. yes. Anywho, um, the teacher took us outside in the morning when the sun was still low in the sky. This is where in Thibodeau? Uh, New Orleans. We all located our shadows and took turns tracing them with chalk on the blacktop. On the, the what? Like the floor. Okay. But it's dark, right? Like the concrete, like.
0: But you're tracing while you're moving. I mean, it sounds complicated. <laughs> unless you, unless you're tracing somebody else.
1: Well, we took turns tracing. Somebody else yeah. or yourself? Each other.
0: Yeah, that makes. more so sense. So now
1: you're going to pay attention. The first <laughs> analogy, you didn't get it all. No, I'm completely trying to figure out completely out how are you your head. tracing okay. yourself? Yeah. Then we went if back inside moving. the classroom and continued instruction. At lunchtime, we went outside again to check our shadows. We found that they had shrunk. We traced each other's shadows again, which were just the slivers of darkness around our feet at noon. And then just before dismissal at the end of the day, we went outside to check our shadows one last time. Of course, you know what we found, maybe you do not, but our shadows <laughs> had grown again, but this time in a different direction. Ooh. Now, I am going to shift the metaphor a little bit, which may surprise Michael. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> the creator is not the sun. The creator is our shadow, which is the idea we're going to talk about today. And Rob Branwine, the great Kabbalist who was your father, Rob Berg's teacher, had shared this, I think, in a letter that, that he had written. He said that the light of the creator is like our shadow. No matter what we do, our shadow mimics us. And no matter what, where the light is shining on our lives, the creator is there. The form changes shape, and sometimes we have to turn around to see it. But the creator is always there, following our lead, following our footsteps. So basically, where we go, the creator follows.
0: Well, if you're going, well, anywhere. But I, I think okay. So 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 now now I understand. Oh, so good. <laughs> so this is a, this is both a because you
1: only speak like uh, Kabbalah. <laughs> I gave stories about kindergarten. I gave an example mm. between a conversation between light and darkness. Well, I
0: apologize. I am glad you understand that. Yes. So, this idea is both fundamental, and I believe for many people, if not most people, even, quote-unquote, religious people, even, quote-unquote, spiritual people, I think this is a a revolutionary idea. I think you would ask a religious person, and even if you would ask a spiritual person for the most part, does God change? Is God different to you than to me? I think most people would say, no, of course, God is God. He is all, everything, and he or she, however, you want to reference, that force does not change. And its interactions with me are based on maybe a set of rules or whatever criteria is set forth from the beginning of time. But it's a
1: constant force.
0: Right. And that way it's consistent. Well, that, that's, I think, a, a view. What, what, what we're proposing, and not we, right, but for thousands of years, the spiritual teachers have said this, really revolutionary idea, which is that the God that you interact with, and now again, we do not like the word, use the word God, because that is a very fraught word, but the creative force that created this universe, that creates everything, that sustains everything, I interact with it in different ways than you. And that the, that force that we can call the Creator, you can call it God, you can call the creative force of the universe, it does not act upon any one of us individually the same as with anybody else, but rather, and to quote King David in Psalms, the Creator is my shadow. Which means, what happens to me from that Creator force is an effect of my behavior. And dependent on how I behave, so the light of the Creator will behave towards me. That is why your interactions with the light of the Creator will be different, and my interactions, and every single person's interactions will be different.
1: By that, you mean how much that light is revealed, and or how much we are able to access.
0: All of the above, and how I receive from it, right? You will see two people. One person seems to be receiving abundance and blessings, another person not. Both they might or might not believe, whatever that word means, in God or in a Creator. But their interactions, their receiving from that force is going to be very different. And the reason why that is, is because the Creator only behaves with me as I behave in the world. Let me use an example, and this is a basic example, but it, I think it's, it, it drives home the, to my mind, a revolutionary idea about this creative force. If I spend most of my time in actions of sharing towards other people, and I understand therefore that the light of the Creator is my shadow, the light of the Creator will necessarily behave with towards me in an abundance of, of actions of sharing towards me, giving me more abundance, giving me more blessings. I can be a believer, whatever that means, or I can be a spiritual person, even whatever that means. But if I am not behaving in a way of sharing, for example, I cannot expect the Creator, or the light of the Creator, or that for the creative force of the world to shower me with blessings, shower me with abundance. But sometimes because-
1: people who are not sharing are blessed with a lot of things they receive. So I'm, what I am asking you is, is are our ability to experience it and derive pleasure from it dependent on also our true. relationship. Right also because true. if not that doesn't, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why some people have and others don't. Of course right? it's much
0: but but all that being true the bottom line of this revolutionary idea which is born out in experience is that how we behave in the world how we behave towards others is how the creative force behaves towards us. And it is just as a man or woman with their shadow, it is exact. So, too, the light of the Creator only interacts and behaves towards me as I behave towards others and behave in the world. Another example, which I think, again, helps drive home this idea, because, again, for me, the inspiring thought is that once you understand this, it should hopefully change the way you behave. Let us talk about judgment, right? The Kabbalists teach, that if I never judge somebody else, I will never be judged even if I have done negative things. Let us use an example. Let us say we know one of the most basic spiritual rules is that for every cause, there is an effect. Mm -hmm. If I go over and yell at somebody, I have created that negative energy. That negative energy, over time, might be tomorrow, it might be next year, it might be 10 years from now, will have to come back into my life in a negative experience for me. It might be somebody yelling at me, it might be somebody doing something harmful to me. The negative energy that I create must come back to me. But there is a caveat. We call that judgment. Judgment is simply the effect of my action coming back into my life in a negative way. If I do not judge another person, then no judgment can come towards me. Meaning, if I see somebody doing something that others say, oh, look, terrible man, terrible woman, how dare they do that? If I take a different view, which is, it is not my place to judge, but honestly, not to, we can all say the words, but that is actual actually my internal feeling. I do not judge that person. I can't judge that person. I am focused on myself, how I need to grow, how I need to change. If I never judge another person, no judgment, even if I am deserving of judgment, can never come back into my life because the light to the creator behaves towards me exactly and only in how I behave towards others.
1: And those are two unrelated experiences. So if you go and you slap somebody, or whatever, and then later in the day you see a different interaction, and you don't judge that. Then they 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 strike each other basically like two separate, completely unrelated exactly. experiences. Exactly. But then, what about if a person needs to learn a lesson in that behavior? What if they have anger and they keep yelling at different people or, or hurting them for no apparent reason? You're saying as long as they hold no judgment at all, those it's things me, never. It's not new.
0: The the, the Kabbalists have said this for thousands of years, and I would posit that if a person was really never judging another person,
1: it's just impossible. They would not be <laughs> behaving
0: in negative ways either. But, but and so it's not a zero sum game it's not right. like you either completely unjudge right. or completely judge okay, that's what I most wanted. of us are somewhere in the middle but but the but the idea is still a very powerful one that is that the more i can restrict my judgment towards other people the more even my negative actions will be limited in how they come back into my life again all this just to say what I, what i would hope our listeners take from this 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 teaching is that let me think about how i want my life to be, or how I want the Creator to behave towards me, and let me behave like that towards other people. Which would mean that I am now going to be pushing myself to do actions of sharing, not so much because I want to be a good person, or an altruistic person, or somebody who does good for others. That is a beautiful thought, and if that is the way you want to live, fine. But also because I know that if I want to have blessings and abundance in my life, the question has to be, what am I doing like that in the world, so that that The creative force, the creator can then behave towards me. Non-judgment, actions of sharing, or I can give a third example, there's which goes back to judgment. There's a concept called, and the Kabbalists say, especially when we're when we feel that there might be judgment around us. Let's say somebody does something negative towards me, right? So most people, their reaction is, okay, so I'm going to behave negatively in return towards them. There's a phrase in the in the Torah, in the Bible, it says, uh, 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 in the prophet, it says, which means a person who, even when somebody else does something negative towards them, he or she forgives it. lets go of it, right? If I behave in that way, I don't want to say the word force, but I kind of force the creative force to be in that way towards me, so that, again, even if there are negative judgments or negative uh, consequences that are meant to come into my life, they get stopped, they get blocked by the fact that my nature or my behavior is somebody who lets go of negative things done to me. A lot of the Creator says, so then we let go of negative things that are meant to come to you. Mm -hmm. All this, again, for me, this, if you really understand and internalize this concept, it really becomes a driving force of change in our life. The reason I am not going to judge another person is because I do not want to be judged. The reason... I don't want, I, I want to do actions of sharing because I want actions of sharing towards me, not necessarily from that person, but from the creator, from the universe.
1: I mean, it still is cause and effect, but not the way we understand it to be. It's that I'm going to be, I'm going to create the effect that I want. Exactly. Right. So it's just flipping, giving a due definition to that, which is really kind of cool. My question, though, and my thought as you were just sharing is, is a person's ability to do this, right? That the creator is their shadow in the way that we want to be dependent on how we relate to the creator, how we speak to the creator, our relationship really with the creator. For so many people, it is hard to be able to feel that energy every single day. Like if we look at prayer, for instance, right? What is prayer? For some, it is begging god for a certain outcome that we think we should have or that we know or making deals if you just give me this one thing you know then right that's obviously not prayer as i really understand it to be is about connecting to your source so that you can transform your baser instincts your ego nature to become more like your essence which is the creator right so but for those who have a hard time kind of tapping into that understanding or that force each and every day then the creator being their shadow is kind of removed from them in a way even though it still applies it's not I, understood i think i'm
0: not, i'm not i'm not sure i i think i i have a maybe a more simple view of it which is w- w- one of the things i think is so important about the true study of spirituality is that you come to understand that these are rules that govern me, whether I know them or whether I like them or not. Right. So, so
1: right. So you're saying if somebody knows it or not does not affect the oh, experience no, of it? That's what I'm
0: saying. No, that knows what? Not not how deep their relationship is with the light of the creator. That that's a separate and maybe and I would say important spiritual process. But what we're talking about here is 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 akin to the law of gravity. We know that if a person jumps off of you know a ten-story building, gravity will pull them down. We have to force them, and then, unfortunately, negative things will happen to them. Not always. (laughs) Mostly. (laughs) So, if you understand, therefore, that when you act with judgment towards other people, there is only one thing that is going to happen from that. That judgment will come back to the individual. I know that when I act in ways of sharing to other people, that means that the creative force of of the universe is going to necessarily bring blessings into my life. I know that if I behave negatively towards other people, the light of the Creator must in return, have negativity come back into my life, and so on and so forth. So I, I see it as a very basic n- new understanding of how I interact with the world. So it's not what my personal relationship is with a lot of the creator, which I think is important in a different conversation. I think you're trying to
1: keep this short. I see.
0: No, 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 no. I just think it's. I think that I don't want to. I don't want to muddy the waters by tying it into other important concepts. I think. This one, this one idea, which is again, which I think is revolutionary, I think for many people either is new or doesn't necessarily permeate their daily activities. This is a law of the universe. As I behave, the God is not again, that's the I think the misnomer people have about prayer, for example. I can be however I want, but when I really, really need that's the creator, I'm, I'm gonna beg him or her, well, that force to help me. That's not the way it works. The way it works is as I behave consistently in my life. If I'm judgmental, if I'm caring, if I'm sharing, if I'm nasty, if I, all those things, as I behave, so the light of the Creator must behave with me. I again, I don't want to use the word force, but I kind of I force the universe to behave towards me in the way that I behave. It's that black and white, and and I think that that again, there's a lot of other concepts that one can can take from this, but at the most basic level is. As we go through life, the question needs to be, how do I want the world to behave towards me? People, nature, and so on. Well, the the next most important question is, well, then how am I behaving towards others? I cannot expect to be, judge, be living a judgmental life, or at least have too much judgment in my life, and not expect that to come back. I cannot expect to be nasty towards or too nasty, too often towards people, and not expect that to come into life, because I'm a good person or spiritual, whatever uh, sort of protections that a person thinks he or she might have. The light of the creator, the universe behaves with us exactly as we behave towards the world. world. And and what that again for me, I know that I think about this almost every single day, many times a day, and it definitely do you? yeah, it definitely drives how I live my life because I the question is how do you want the universe behaving towards you. Make sure you're pushing yourself in all those areas out into the world. Because, as that ancient statement from Psalms, Hashem silcha, the light of the Creator is my shadow. The cre- God, is not sort of you know liking me or not liking me. He doesn't play favorites. It's just how I behave. So, the light of the Creator must behave towards me.
1: So it mirrors your actions.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: All right, well, point taken.
0: <laughs> so, so, as we come towards the end of summer, I think for our listeners, right, I think if you really, and I hope you have done it good enough in, in explaining it, but I just
1: think it is heady, which is why I was trying to, I think for you and I, we talk about the creator, we think about the creator every day, all day, and we are giving ourselves that, that feedback, that loop, we understand that, so we are living that. I think for some who are not yet clear about... What that feels like every day, or what the creator—it just—and I—and I think, yeah, but, the creators are shadow. But I think that when why I said earlier that it's changing how we understand cause and effect, right?
0: Exactly. For me, that's why I—I I, my view on this is that it's not about again, it, the creator. Yeah, I'm it's the but it's—it's a, it's a natural law view. It that way. it's simply a natural law, and there's yeah. no way of getting around it. So. You can think, especially if you're spiritual, religious, whatever those words are, that I can behave in whatever I want, but I'm going to pray to God, or I'm going to whatever. Or
1: yeah, I'm a good person. That's, I'll give a charity, a, and then I'll erase what I. It's, you're it's saying like, it's it's, c- it's literally like a force following you every day, seeing every action, every single thing you do, and you think no one's looking, but in fact, you're creating the things that are going to come after you or not. Based you are on absolutely your cre- exactly
0: yeah. exactly. And again, I think that that if you really Understand this and take this in; yeah. it begins to 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 shape your every single day. What you do, what you refrain from doing, especially in the times that you need something, desire something, go ahead and do it, and you'll see that it actually comes back to you.
1: And it reminds me of that movie Ghost, it was one of my favorite movies in like the nineties, Or maybe it was the eighties, with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. There's certain scenes where like when somebody does something really negative, right, like this force comes and it is all these shadows and like, but that is like the the, the the dark angels, right? But it is the same thing. We can imagine as we are walking, there is literally a shadow.
0: And more important, not just exactly, and the point is, I am creating yeah. what is coming back to Which me. Which
1: makes you super powerful. Make sure you use it wisely.
0: Absolutely. So, we hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. It is scary too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not scary. I think it is inspiring. Yes. So enjoy the rest of your summer
1: and stay spiritually hungry.